Well, she said it best. I'll tell you what. Today's title of the message is Forever is a Long Time. And you might say, yeah, I know. But sometimes I think we, sometimes I think we just uh, really don't think about that. You know, we kind of got it in our head, but it doesn't often sink, sink into our hearts, you know. Because it's easy to put that off, isn't it? It's kind of overwhelming when thinking about eternity and, and the long haul and stuff like that. We get so occupied with the here and now, it's easy to edge out the forever out of the equation, isn't it? Amen? And then it's also sometimes in the middle of your day when things are going on, if you just, just keep an open heart to what God's doing, He'll show you where He's at. And I got to see that a lot this week uh, through prayers and talking to, to our family here and, and just seeing God move. And, and so that's really how, how this worked out. You know, I, uh, Tanya had sent me a, a verse of encouragement this week, and I thought, man, that just, just hit me. And, and I was at the hospital with my mom doing a few things, and right there I went, boom, 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 boom. This is it. This is what God's going to show us. So this is just how God is just always on time. Amen. And so let's take a look at that. So I thought about how do we get our minds wrapped around forever is a long time. And I thought, well, let's just break it down in small bites, you know. Anybody brought a new, bought a new car lately or a house lately? Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> but at some time, well, there you go. At some time, you know, you probably have, have done that. And the first thing I started thinking about when I bought my first new vehicle, well, you can learn a lot after that, can't you? Amen. Oh, boy, you can learn a lot, hopefully. Because, man, I tell you, uh, them guys know how to sell them, don't they? See, when they tell you, just drive it. Just take it home to your wife. Oh, you almost, it's all, all you got to do is sign after that. And it's all over then. Because they know, they know how to just put that out in front of you. But one of the things I remember when I first got a, a car loan uh, some time ago, it was for 48 months. Y'all remember that? If you go get a car and you got it on time, it was usually about 48 months. Then time goes by and it's 60 months. 72 months. It's all about the payment, see? So when the guy said, well, how you doing? And, you know, they go up there and say, how you doing? I'm Bill. How you doing? Good to see you, my friend. What type of work do you do? They're sizing you up, baby. They're sizing you up. What you, oh, how long you been there? See, it just sounds like casual stuff. But they're going, okay, if he's been there 25 years, I know he can get the money. That ain't no problem. We go, oh, we're going to upsell him on this. Yeah, yeah. Watch them, Bill. Don't tell them no more than they need to know. <laughs> it's like, my name's Fred. I'm happy to be here. You know, so they're, they're shaking you down a little bit on that, and there's nothing wrong with, I'm not down in car salesman or anything else, but I'm just saying, it's about that payment. Aren't you glad that Jesus made your payment in full? Amen. Come on now. We, we're celebrating. Now, we celebrate that as believers every day, but here on the 20th, we're really going to come together and just, just glorify the Lord of what he's doing. We serve a risen Savior, and I just want you to get this in your mind. I'll probably say it all day long. Forever is a long time. Well, then I thought about, well, the, the next big thing for, for really seeing how forever seems kind of like uh, in the natural a long time is bought a home. And I went in there and I started signing papers. 30 years. Well, man, you, all you see is the house. Oh, yeah, man, this is great. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Yes, you are. And you're going to pay for it for 30 years. All right. And so, you know, that's like, uh, what is it, 365 payments, something like that. Man, and I tell you, what about all the papers you signed? I mean, you need a cortisone shot, baby, the time you leave there. I mean, the sign and the sign and the sign. And you know, who reads that stuff? Oh, yeah, this is what that means. Okay. Okay. See, we don't read the fine print, do we? Man, I tell you what, we need to read the fine print. And you know, God's got amazing, it's not even fine print, it's large print, amen? He's not trying to keep anything from you. He's trying to get something to you, amen? Does that sound good? He's trying to get something to you. So uh, the reason I say that, you know, when we look at little chunks of time, you say, well, you know, like the car. I remember we got that car, man. I got a truck. $165 a, a, a month. 
And I brought it up, man. I was all proud. I was going to show my dad. I pulled that thing up there and he goes, what'd you do? Because <laughs> he was a cash and carry guy. You know, if you, don't, if you can't buy a cash, you save up and get in all that stuff. But you know what? Uh, I didn't look at it that way. I was like, there's oil leaking out my other car. I need another vehicle. So there's nothing wrong with getting a vehicle. You know? and, and he just said, how, how much is it, son? Like, I didn't even think about this, you know. I got it, Pop. I got it, man, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's where my boys get it from. I got it, Pop. I got it. Everything, everything's good. He said, how long do you got to pay on it? I said, 48 months. He said, oh, you know, he wasn't used to that stuff, right? Of course, he didn't always drive a new car, but when he saved up, he got what he wanted. Lord bless him in that, and that's just how they did it because, you know, that was the time frame that came in. So got that vehicle, and I was looking at that, and I was like, man, that old guy don't know. You know, he, he just don't want me to have nothing good. Why would I think that? You know, he's been over backwards for my whole life. And I'm thinking, he ain't even happy because he got my new truck, right? And then about a year into those payments, I, was, I could hear his voice. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? And it's like, you mean they need repair too? You know? And then if you got somebody that drives it with you sometimes and they got magnets in the bumper and they just start running into stuff like that and things. And I thought, man, I had that truck. I came home and looked at it. I was like, what have you been, where have you been riding? This was not Denise. What have you been driving? And my tires used to say Brigstone. And about the first thousand miles, they say, I was like, they got the lines in the middle. Stay in the lines, you know? Stuff like that. So nevertheless, you start seeing uh, how long things are when you have a sacrifice to make. You see where I'm going with this, right? When you got your home, that's the greatest investment that you probably ever make in the natural, right? You know, you want a home for your family. That's great. And it takes a little time. So what I'm trying to do is grab a few things in the natural to show you about the supernatural. Amen. You see where I'm going with this? So it could be a long time. But you know what? God has blessed us to be able to have some homes and, and vehicles and things like that. And, and so it's a good thing. But it just seems like forever when you're trying to pay something off. When you got something you, you owe, it just seems like forever to pay it off at times, doesn't it? It's just, man, you just got to keep going. But then again, like I said, aren't you glad that your payment is paid in full if you know Jesus Christ? You're going to hear that a lot today because forever is a long time. And so today I want to talk about our past, present, and future, our yesterday, today, and forever. And, and in a world where things are changing all the time, all the time. Now, I, I haven't heard the, the latest on the news about the plane that's missing. And it's probably been 10 things since yesterday. And, and I pray for those families and those folks, people involved. But you know what? Every time that I turn on the news, it's something else. It's over here. No, it's over here. You do that when your knees hurt. <laughs> you say, man, you don't really run fast. But you back and forth, back and forth over here. And he's like, man, what's going on? And then they sit there and talk about all the possibilities. And it could be this and could be this. And, and I just bring that up so we can remember those families in our prayers. And you say, well, how does that tie in, buddy? Because you know what? A lot of times people are doing that same thing in their spiritual walk. They run from this. Let's go here. Let's, let's go over here. And they've got the answer right in front of them in God's word. You know why? Because just like it says here, Hebrews 13, 8, that's where we're going to be here today. It says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In a world when things are constantly changing, aren't you glad to know that your God doesn't? Amen? That's huge right there. Well, maybe he will, maybe he won't. You know what? Read his word. He'll tell you what he'll do, and he'll tell you what he's not going to do. Amen? And I, now let me tell you something else. That doesn't mean that we can control him and put God in the chicken wing, okay? But what it does mean is that, you know what? God is never, ever, ever, ever going to go against his word. So if you got the word open and you're tuned into the word, guess what? You're hearing it. 
You're hearing it. So that's what I want us to see today. So with knowing that, I want you to take a look at this here. And I, and I wrote this down. I said, this is the truth that will bring peace in the midst of the storms of life. Right? When we go through things and we lose somebody or we're, we're in the hospital or we're going through this thing or financial stuff. Hold on to this verse right here. Hold on to this verse because when everything else is spinning, Jesus Christ can be the anchor of your hope in the middle of that storm. Amen? That's what I want to, to, to tell you today. No, no matter what's going on, remember that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So with that being, being the truth of God's word, the power of God's word, we know that we can be encouraged by holding on to that truth. Everybody doing good? All right, let's keep on rolling. So what I did, I broke it out to you. Uh, yesterday, today, and forever. So let's take a look at a few things here. Let's start with the yesterdays. And I thought about this here. And I said, you know, yesterday for some people are the glory years. You ever notice that? It's just the glory years. So I said, the way it was. You ever talk to somebody and it's amazing the way it used to be. What I used to could do. I got to watch that. I got a new guy at work. And I find myself, well, we used to do this. And I see him just being real loud. He said, that, that was 20 years ago, you know. And we used to do it this way. And I, and I have to watch myself. I was like, because we're in the here and now. And I said, but you know what? I, we can pull some positive from that. Amen. But, but this is what I found out, especially uh, over the years working with people and different things, you know. That, you know, I, the old used to could. My dad used to say, yeah, old used to could. Used to could do this. Used to could. Tell me what you can do now. I was like, man, dad, you're pretty, pretty rough on me now. You know? And so what we used to say in the, in the, in the neighborhood, I don't know if y'all said it here, I said, don't talk me to death, bring it on. <laughs> don't talk me to death, bring it on. Tell, don't tell me that. Ain't that right, Jeff, bro? Yeah. <laughs> that means deliver. I don't want to hear what you used to go to do. Used to do this, this. It's now. Bring it on. And so when we look at that, it's just, it's funny when you go through, let's say you go through school with somebody or something like that, and, and they talk about stuff, and, and it's just, when they come back and they start talking about all this stuff they used to do, you're thinking, I went to school with that guy. I don't remember that. You know? Or, or, or different things because they might have a different perspective and things like that. And so you really wonder, hmm, are they seeing it through the same lens that I am? And, and it's just over and over, man, we just come back. we got to come to terms with our past. Amen? we just got to come to terms with our past. And so let me just go ahead and move on a little bit more. I said the past is in the past because it's already past. Does that make sense? I mean, really, the past is in the past. We've already passed that. We've already done that. But man, how many people do you know they want to go? Pull it right back up. People that are married, do not raise your hand. How often, let me put these back here. You can have any type of, let's call it Christian stuff, discussion. You know you're arguing, but it's, we'll call it discussion, right? Because we're in church. <laughs> right? So have that discussion. And it can be about that water bottle. But it ain't going to take real long till it comes back to the same old thing. I don't know what your thing is. Everybody's got a thing, but it'll be there. You go, all right. I was like, how did we get there from here? Talk about a water bottle, you know? And then I also understand that I can be the guy that pull it right back to the thing sometimes. But God wants us to move on, right? So I was looking at this. You know, you, you, look, you can't change the past, but we can learn from it. You can regret it. You can replay it. You can be hindered from it and buy it. Or you can be delivered from it. Amen. Forgiven of it. Amen. And I also want to say while we're talking about it, usually when we think about the past and, and things, we think about the negative. We're going to hit on both sides of the coin. Amen. You know, because that's what God has, is always working in there. So any way you shake it, it serves as a purpose to move us forward. 
Amen? You just can't live in yesterday all the time. You can learn from it. You can, you know, uh, regret it. You can get over it. You can be forgiven of it. But we need to move forward. So that's what I want to say. So, so if you're here today, I want you to know that God will break them shackles. Amen? Let's keep on going. Now, this is a good little self-check check here. How much does yesterday identify your today? Think about it. Work with me here. It's not really a trick question. It's just a really reality check. And I, and I look at this and I said, you know, some people are all wrapped up in their high school days. I saw one of my buddies. He's a pastor across town. And uh, last summer he called me. I hadn't heard from him in a long time. He goes, hey, man. I said, how you doing? He says, I need you to play on my new CD. I said, that sounds great. He said, I need a guitar, man. You're still playing right here. And there no people that I was playing for years. But he just knew I was a guitar guy back in school. I said, yeah. So Sets it up. We go to the studio and everything else. And I say, okay, let me listen to it. All right, is it, what do you want? You want fast, slow, medium, whatever. And then he'll listen, he'll listen. He goes, that one. That's what I want right there. I said, okay. Hit the, hit the tape button. So we got to record with my little buddy from school. And I thought, wow, isn't that something? And he starts talking. Did you go to the, the 20th anniversary, uh, reunion? I go, no. And I think that's fine. Did you go to the 25th reunion or whatever it was? I said, no. I was thinking, man, I don't need to go back for somebody to tell me, man, you're, you're older and fatter. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? But I think it's a lot of good stuff from that, but just with the schedule and things like that. But, and also he said, man, you know, because everybody here pretty much is Bull Islanders and all that stuff, right? So when I go, me and Jeff go, and Shane go, Warriors! Everybody goes, where are they from? Where are they from? You know, people start grabbing their pocketbook, putting it up higher and stuff like that. <laughs> we don't think nothing. That's just where we went to school at, you know? So a lot of times we get identified that. And my buddy, the whole conversation, when I was recording, when it wasn't recording, we come out of the little booth, he's still talking about school. He's still talking about school. I said, I'm so glad that I just made it out. I, don't, I get nervous when he talks about it, man. How many people have that dream, right? <laughs> We're delivered. We passed. How many people have that dream that you're late for a class? You know? Still. Yeah, still. You know, or, hey, I got to share this with you. It has nothing to do with anything, but I'll share it with you. Last night... I dreamed my, one of my first bands I was playing in, we did a big concert. And then they had another headlining band. This is crazy. Definitely bad pizza. And, and, and all this stuff. And it said, and I remember this, and it said, uh, they said, look, that band's not there. Can y'all still play? And I was like, that's fine. So I went back to find the rest of the band. Obviously, Tanya and Thomas were not there because they were faithful. My old band, I was like, where are they at? Where are they at? And I find one guy. And they said, well, we got to move the equipment and all this. I'm thinking, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to move the equipment because that would happen all the time. And anyway, so we're going, I'm, I'm running this, probably from this message, thinking about the past. I was having nightmares about it. I get there, and all I know is that I end up on an airplane that's going somewhere else, and I'm going to miss the game. And I was up there, I crawl up this thing, and I get up there where the pilots are, and I'm going, uh-oh. I have no idea what's going on. But I was always, but it kind of ties into this really. I was always afraid I was going to be late. I was always going to be late. I mean, I, man, I got to be there early. I got to be there early. You got to set up stuff and everything else. Because most of the guys weren't early. I mean, we would play. This is, I just want to digress for a little thing. We would play. And we would go on break. And my band would leave and go to another club. And hang out down there. And somebody would come in and say, I saw your boys playing down at Geno's. It's like, we're, not, we're here. They would just kind of say, hey, man, I'm just going to go down there for a minute. They would go down there, and that band would ask them to play, and they start playing, and I'm by myself. So one time they left for so long that me and our sound man had to do about 30 minutes. We're up there like this. I was like, man, don't leave anymore. 
Oh, we're just having a good time. We're just They're paying us to be here. Be here. How does that tie in? That's probably where my nightmare comes from, right? You know, a lot of times things are still on the tape from way back when. I don't know where the airplane came in. We never traveled that far. I have no idea. I have no idea. Maybe that was a piece of the news I was bringing in. But you say, where in the world? I don't know, man. But I just want to pull that in. The past is in the past because it's already in the past. But see, a lot of times that still identifies you. How many times we go somewhere, I'm going somewhere and go, hey, man, you're the guitar guy. Yeah, I like playing guitar. But they, what that one thing is that you do, they'll identify with you, right? And so you go, yeah, yeah. I hear this all the time. How much are you playing music now? Every week. Really? Where at? And the door's open to tell them about Jesus. Amen? And I tell them about that slick website that Tim's got rolling. I got some more on that too, y'all. This whole time, I'm going to keep on rolling. So how much does yesterday identify you today? You know, a lot of the relationships that I made way back when, I still see the folks and stuff like that. But they still think you're that same person. Now, you know, what's kind of funny is I'm the baby. It's me and Donna. Right? She's six years older than me, my sister is. But it's funny, when you're about 20 years old, it seems like it's all the same. But the roles have switched a little bit, you know? And it's kind of funny, you know? So it's stuff like that. But then every now and then, I can see she wants to pull rank. She's like, well, you know, uh, before you were born, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, oh, time to listen, you know? Every now and then, she'll just reel that back, you know? So that still identifies us a lot. And, and I was sitting there thinking about just how far do you go back when you're thinking about things? You know, some of my friend talk about high school and stuff like that. I mean, what's legal to go back? It's okay to talk about a few things and stuff like that. And I thought about this. This is probably where I really had a nightmare. You know, you can, you can really learn from different things, right? I mean, how about if you go all the way back to elementary school? All right? Yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah. I still got some bruises. I mean, you think about those things. And I thought about this. How much identifies you? Today from yesterday and I thought about this when I was putting this together man When I was in John B. Carey elementary school. I was a safety patrol Everybody laughs about that You know even even yesterday we're riding motorcycles and Tanya and Tim's daughter She calls me Uncle Bud and we went by the motorcycle place and she goes that looks really cool It's a dune buggy. She but but Uncle Bud you would definitely have to wear some safety gear if I rode with you You know she's like she's like I'm not getting in that thing with you you know, what's up with that? They know I like, like to ride a little fast and things like that. But now getting back to this. So we go back and we pull all these things from the past. And I thought about something in my past that I really wish was way back in the past. And I was a safety patrol. So if you're a safety patrol, you get to go into the, to the school a little early. Especially if it's a little cold. So one day we're in there real early, right? And we're in the uh, cafeteria. got a huge ceiling. And they had collected these toys, right? And uh, so me and my buddy get the idea, man, you know what? Let's see how far we can throw one. So we got Smokey the Bear. I mean, I was going along. I was over there by the, the fruit cups and everything, by the, by the ice cream machine. Hit me, right? I'm throwing that, throwing it back and forth, throwing it back and forth. And then I get the idea, I wonder how high I can throw it. It's high. Throw it thing. Ooh, Smokey's going. Whew, uh-oh. Smokey's on the lights. But you're a kid, you go, give me another one. I'll try to knock him down. I'm going like, and the janitor comes in and says, what y'all doing? I said, we ain't doing nothing. So we go ahead and leave. Well, probably about the third hour, Smokey the Bear became Smolder the Bear. Amen? Guess who got the call to the office? And I come in there and, do you know anything about this bear up on the lights? I was like, mm-mm. Uh-uh. And uh, he said, well, the janitor said he saw you in there. I said, mm. I, I knew one thing. <laughs> Don't volunteer for nothing at that point. So anyway, 
Why are you bringing that up? Do I let that whole, that, that was not a pretty time, right? Because when, when you're like five, fifth grade or something, this is huge. You're in there and you're thinking, and then the guy tells you, you know, you could have burnt the whole school down. You're going, I didn't know, man. I was just going to smoke your You know, you could have done this. And I'm going, man, I could have let that affect me, right? If I kept pulling it from the past, pulling it from the past. But what it really did is it gave me a great respect for firemen. <laughs> and for folks that were working in there. He said, buddy, why are you bring that up? Because you know what? Those little things like that, I could have let that just identify me and go, you know, I'm never going to do this again. I'm not going to, I'm not going to press on and stuff like that. And you said, well, that's real small. You know, when you're in fifth grade, that was huge. There's things that's happened in our life from way back when that maybe as time goes by, somebody on the outside looking in and say, well, that's not that big a deal. Well, it wasn't them. So if it was you, it could be huge. But what I want to say is this. Hey, what can we learn from that and move forward? That's all I'm saying there. That's a perfect, practical application. And don't throw Smokey the Bear in the cafeteria. Amen? All right, let's keep on rolling. How did yesterday's decision impact your today's life? And I thought about that. And I said, man, you know, we often talk about yesterday's decision and and all the, the bad things. Oh, you know, this is bad, this is bad. But how many know sometimes yesterday's decisions are a good thing? Like you making a decision yesterday to come to KTP today. Amen. Give yourself a hand clap there. Come on. That's right. That's right. So, you know, you settled that already. But, you know, what else? You know, yesterday helps, us, helps form us and teach us. And praise God, as we seek his face, get the mindset of Christ. Remember what we were talking about, the mindset of Christ? As we look at those things, God is continuing to use things in the past to mold us for today. Amen. Are you glad that maybe, maybe now, maybe... Even some of the tough stuff. I don't think we sign up for tough stuff. I know I don't. But maybe this side of it into today, what God brought you through yesterday, you're just a little thankful for. Because you know what? You start appreciating things. The compassion in your life starts to change, hopefully. You know, I've said it before. If you went through a money situation and God brought you through the other other side of it, you're a little bit more compassionate when somebody doesn't have something. If you went through some sickness or something and you come out the other side, you're a little bit more compassionate to that person when it happened. If you lost a loved one or a friend or something like that and you come to the other side, you're a little bit more compassionate about that. Amen? So while God is, is working, God's always in control. He's still pouring out his lavish love on us to mold us into who we can be in Christ. Amen? That's what I want you to see. So yesterday doesn't have to be a bad thing. A lot of times, again, people say, oh, yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. Getting a grip on yesterday and settling things from yesterday will help you have a positive perspective on today. Amen? I want you to hear that. Let's keep on going. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. We're moving right along here. All right. Let's talk about today and we'll pick it up a little bit. The right here, right now. And so what is God speaking to you today right here to handle? And I always pray that, you know what, as, as we preach the word of God, that God takes his word through the power of the Holy Spirit and brings us to a point of decision of what we need to do today. Maybe it's give your life to the Lord. Maybe it's to call somebody you just need to check on. Maybe it's to go spend some time with somebody. Maybe it's to forgive somebody. Maybe it's the person in the mirror. Amen? That's what I want you to hear. The right here, right now. So, so you know, I, I, I tell you, I pray today that, you know, that we take a fresh look and take a fresh start for what God's got for us today. Amen? Let's keep on rolling. So, got a little challenge for you. Today I want you to act on that nudge that the Lord has put in your heart as we go through this. I pray that, you know what, as, as we're talking about this, it, it, it might be something else for Mike or something for Tanya or whatever, Nick. One, one, that God's speaking through this. You might say, well, man, you know, I never was a safety patrol or I never was doing this. 
you know what, just listen in, in, in a whole scheme of things and allow God to mold this message for you. See, that's what Holy Spirit does. So sometimes we're sitting here, we get ready to leave, and somebody said, man, you were speaking right to me. And I just smile and go, no, God was speaking right to you. God will take the message of his word through fallen man and take that as we preach the word of God and transform lives, amen? So I always pray, hide me behind that cross, Lord, that they hear your word, that they see you, and they get the truth that will transform their lives. So today, the challenge is, you know what? If you get that nudge of the, of the Lord, uh, be, be a doer of his word, you know? And I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, going out and just doing a list of things, but if there's something that God's just kind of nudging you, maybe today's the day that he'll give you the courage and the encouragement to make that step. I don't know what that is, but you will. That's my prayer as we go through this, you know? So I don't know. What, what's it all about, man? Does, does, you know, and you say, well, I don't know what, what that, that nudge is. Well, let me just throw out a few things when, when I'm looking at stuff that the Lord speaks to me uh, on some of the things. I said, you know, does everybody in your family know the Lord? You know, that's a little nudge and we could pray for them. You know, does, does, does everybody in your neighborhood know the Lord? Maybe that's a nudge that God will use you. I thought, well, what about the folks at work? What about the folks at school? I said, see, there's still work to be done. And God's counting on us to be bold and courageous. And you know how you become bold and courageous? Look right at that handout again. By remembering this, Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. He never leaves us. He will take us, guide us, and lead us, and give us uh, what we need in those moments to minister to people. Amen? That's just a powerful thing. Let's take a look at this. You know why? You know why there's such an urgency in my life because of this right here. There's no repeat button on today. Ever thought about that? I can't undo it. I can get all wrapped around the wheel from yesterday and, and cancel out my today, waste away all today because I'm worried about tomorrow or last week or whatever. And, and one of the things I've asked the Lord to help me, I said, Lord, I can't change those things. And I'm sorry about a lot of those things. I'm grateful for a lot of those things. But today, Lord, help me to see things. Through your lens and your, your, your way of uh, living so that I can honor you in my decisions. Yes, I make some bad decisions. But you know what? My, my desire is today is to move on that nudge of the Lord. Maybe it's going back and talking to somebody. You ever, you ever been to the store and you go by and the Lord just said, well, you should have said thank you. Or you should have said one of these things. Or maybe help somebody or whatever. Man. I'm going to get ready to blow your socks off with some stuff that God showed me this week. So there's no repeat button on today. You know, you know, you used to be here today, going tomorrow, you hear it, and then here today, going today. You know, we've lost a lot of friends, a lot of family over the time. But you know what? When they know the, the Lord Jesus Christ, I like to look at it this way. Maybe they just graduated. And you know what? Because you're getting there just a little bit before us. No more pain, no more suffering, none of those things. And that's why we want to be a church that tells people that forever is a long time. Forever is a real long time. And you're going to spend forever in one or two places, either through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ in heaven, or when you've rejected the only way to get to heaven, guess what? There's a place called hell. I always follow this up with this. I never say that to scare anyone. I say that to inform everyone. Amen? Because I want you to know what God's done. There's no reason for anyone to go to hell. Amen? Listen close to what I say. Because the sacrifice has been made. There's no reason for that because it's already a provision for that. But if you reject that, there's no, no other way. He's the way, the truth, the life. And he's never changing. Amen? So let's take a look at this. We're moving forward here. And so our actions really are important. 
I'm going to give you a couple of things. This week, this week, real quick, was, was a pretty tough week. I asked you guys to be praying for my mother, and uh, we had to make the decision to, to have uh, her go to, to the hospital to work on her legs a little bit more. She's doing good. Um, real grateful for that. And now I'm going to tell you how God worked and all that. It's been a long week. My mom don't like to go. Who likes to go to the hospital? Not many people. So the less you tell her about it, probably the better. You know, we just say, well, let's see what's going on, but we're going to have to do something. So I go to the gym this week. I said, I got to go. I just got to go. Well, right when I get there, my partner, Grayson Jr., is there. He's on, he's on the treadmill, and he can see me, and I'm on the phone, and I'm on the phone, and I'm talking to my sister, and my sister's coming home, and we've got to make some big decisions and all this stuff, and I really don't want to go to the gym, but I know, Lord, I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to hang out and, and, and just get some of this off my mind. So we go there, and my buddy says, how's it going? And next thing you know, he was like this. I hit it wide open. And, he, and all he can say goes, man, I'm really sorry. I'm going to be praying for you. I was like, Whew. sorry about that. <laughs> but he never did. He just stayed there and he let me talk about everything and everything else going on. He just, wow, man, yeah. One of the best friends you can be is just a listener sometimes. Amen. So thank you, brother. But it gets better. So then we go on and we're lifting some weights and we're doing some stuff. And God uses my buddy again. See, my, God uses my, my partner because... He knew a guy that I didn't know. And we see a young guy there lifting weights and we're talking to him and everything. And, and Gray Jr. had already set the, 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 the meeting up where we could talk to him. And we start talking to him. And we start talking to him. Next thing you know, guess what? God's moving. He's asking some questions about what's going on in the world. He's asking some questions about, hey, really, y'all go to church? Yeah, and Grace and Joe, yeah, man, you want to come? And the next thing you know, God's moving on this guy. And you got three guys in the middle of the gym praying. And that man gives his life to the Lord. Give the Lord a hand clap. Isn't that something? Now, how about if I didn't really want to go? He might have sent somebody else. How about if Grayson Jr. just said, man, you know what, man, buddy, just, whew. Uh, yeah, I got to go. See, if we didn't have, see, but that wasn't the deal. God had preordained that, that place and that time for us to meet that man at the right time to be able to share the greatest news ever. Amen? It just keeps getting better. So that was Whatever night it was. The next morning, I have to go, and I'm going to go real early. My sister comes in late. We're going to go early in the morning. And I'm thinking the best way to get my mom to the, to the hospital is probably going to be by ambulance because it's going to be tough if, uh, you know, we have to wait. So I'm debating. I'm praying, man. I'm praying on the whole way. The ministry team is praying. This is like 6.30 in the morning. I get to my mom's street, three houses from my mother's house. There are police Everywhere, and I thought my sister's only been here a short time. What has she done? You know, <laughs> yeah, my sister, love her, but I'm thinking, what's going on? So we get there, and they're all standing off. They're over here like this. I'm going. I've never seen any trouble over there. What's up? So I get there, and my mom's in a lot of pain. I make the command decision. I say, hey, we call in the ambulance. You go deal with mom. <laughs> so I said, tell her she better get ready. So anyway. I told Don, I said, I'm going to walk over to, listen to this now. I'm going to walk over to one of the policemen and ask him, say, hey, can you bring an ambulance here? Just keep it on the down low. There are probably eight police officers there. They're all over the place. And I walk and I walk and I walk and there's a guy who's got his back to me. And the Lord leads me to tap on this guy's shoulder. And I'm really thinking about it now. They're probably saying, what are you doing? You're in the crime scene, man. And I just walk and I'm thinking, man. And I go, and out of all these people, this other guy's there, and he smiles. And I go, hey, excuse me. And this guy turns around. 
He goes, hey man, I was going to call you last night. I need you to pray for my wife. I'm like, who are you? I'll pray for your wife. I mean, come to find out. Somebody had invited him here before. Him and his wife. I'm going to lift her up. I think her name is Christine. Said she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. Out of all that, all those, you, you know what I'm saying? All those people. I have met this guy as far as I know one time. He turns around in the first thing. Now, what do you think that did to his faith? He's praying, Lord, I'm, I'm going to get up with, with my friend. Got him at, and I'm going to ask him to pray for it. I'm going to ask, you know, he said, put her on a prayer list, you know? And uh, so we're going to lift her up. Out of all those folks that I could have talked to, God nudged me to know that, that guy. See how God's working? He already saved somebody at the gym. In your everyday life, when you probably don't feel like it, when you want to be just left alone, God said, that's all right. I'm going to show you that I'm still with you. I'm going to show you that I'm working even when you can't see me. I'm going to show you that. Man. So I go there, and, and after that, I say, hey, could you, could, you do, could you do me this favor? He says, sure. Exactly what they do. They come. And he says, not only that, I'm going to keep an eye on everything like that. And that's, that's good. I said, wow, that's pretty amazing. I'm still, I go to the hospital, get my mom in there and all those things. So I'm at the hospital and I'm, I'm looking at different things. And like we said, you can't repeat uh, today. So I want to make the most of it. And, and I think about this. I go, man, I go and I said, I'm going to just get something to eat. I go into the cafeteria and, and I go there from time to time, minister and stuff like this. As soon as I get up there to the mashed potatoes, the lady swings around. She said, baby. I said, hey, that's my girl. Boy, she loads it on there. She's so nice. I don't even know her name. And she come back around. She goes, who's here? I said, my mom. How's your mama doing? And I go and she comes out. She gives me a big hug. And she says, what's your mama's, uh, where's, where is she at in the hospital? I told her what the room. And she writes it down on her, on her arm. She said, okay. I said, it's her birthday today. How you like to spend your 85th birthday in the back of the ambulance? That's all right. You know, you got 85. That's good. So anyway, we're back and forth and everything else. And I come in the next day. And mom's got cards and flowers and everything else. And I see one card I really don't know who that was from. And I go back down the next day to get breakfast down there. He said, how you doing, baby? I said, I'm doing all right. She said, I went up, saw your mom last night. She don't know my mom. That woman that worked all day didn't know my mom. Went up, fed my mom her dinner, wrote her a card. Man, that's making a difference today. She has no idea how much that blessed my heart. I appreciate what everybody else does too, don't get me wrong. But sometimes when you see somebody that has no connection, no nothing in the game, anything else, just say, you know what, you're my friend and I can stand in the gap for you and I'll do that. What a blessing, man. What a blessing. I want to be that person. I want to be that person. Guess what? I come down, I'm on the elevator again, I run into my buddy, his dad's here, Right? I said, you know what, I'll come by and see you, okay? I go, and we're getting ready to leave. And it's, it's a funny thing when you're in the hospital and you're in an elevator, you say, hey, how's it going? I, I stopped doing that. Because if they're in the hospital, it's probably not going good. So I changed up. They had two young girls coming there, and I said, I want to ride with you guys. They said, okay. I said, where y'all going? She goes, down. I said, okay. And I said, how can I pray for you guys today? And they said, well, my brother's here, and this is my uncle and all that stuff. I said, good, let's pray. So as soon as that door opens out, we jump, boom, right out there. And everybody's got to go around us. And we're praying. They're going, oh, what's going on over there? What's going on? You know, I don't care. 
I'm not ashamed what God's doing and what he's willing to do. Right? I said, you know what? I'll be over in this room here. If I can do anything for you, let me know. The next day, back again. Hey, Mr. Buddy. I said, hey, how you doing? She said, he's doing much better. Just want to tell you, appreciate that. Yesterday, again. And it's going to all tire me here because you can't make that repeat of yesterday. I was on the phone call. I was in the hall. And this little girl, she come out there. And I had my Harley jacket, my Harley shirt on the long one. And I said, I was talking to my sister. Getting around. I said, hey, sweetie, how are you doing? I'm like, where's her mom and dad? Her dad was having some, a procedure done. And they said, why don't you just wait in the hall? But she kind of gravitated over to talk to me. And I told my sister, I said, I'll call you back. I said, baby, how are you doing? She says, I'm, I'm doing good. Are you a fireman? I said, no. I said, I'm a preacher man. She says, you stand up and tell people about God? I said, yeah. She says, you know what? I sing for him. Oh, man. <sighs> man, she says, I sing for him. She told me where she went to school. She told me how, how what was going on. She said, my daddy's going to be okay. I said, yeah, he's going to be okay, baby. Isn't that something? See, I wanted to minister to her, but she was, she was blessing me. Little girl, you know, why, why are you here? I said, I said, my mom's here. She says, your mommy's here? I said, yeah. And she just spent some time with me. And just talking a little bit. And she told me about, you know what she said? I said, how's school going? She said, I do pretty good in school. But last year I got a D. I said, I can relate to that. Right? You ready for this? But she told me, she said, but my mama sat me down and told me she still loved me and she's so proud of me. Woo! Man, you want to see a fat boy cry? I'm just so a man. I said, yeah. Kind of working through that little girl. That didn't even know. She said, my mom still loves me. She's still proud of me. I said, I know she is. I said, I'm proud of you too. Thank you so much. I said, I'm going to be praying for your daddy. She said, okay. She said, do you got to go now? I said, yeah, honey, I got to go back and check on my mom. Okay. I said, you got a high five? She, Isn't that something? Those little windows from those little people with big hearts will transform your life. Amen. So was God working yesterday? Absolutely. Is he working today? You know he is. Let's keep on going. So you know what? He gives me encouragement to move forward. I, I, I know there's a lot of hospital stories in there, but I'm going to tell you what, they're God's stories. And I want you to see that. Why did I take so much time about that? Because you know what? There's something you're going to do today. Maybe it's not the hospital. Maybe it's at Lowe's. Maybe it's at, you know, Taylor's. Maybe it's when you go to meet me or wherever you go. You know, that God's going to whisper to you. And say, take a few more minutes. Or maybe God's going to say, I'm going to send somebody in your path. Maybe a baby little girl. Isn't that something? The few words that that girl spoke to me. She was just sharing her heart. I, I couldn't get it off my mind. The rest of the day I thought, wow. Isn't that something? And I kept thinking, my first thing is, why they got this kid out in the hallway? You know? What's going on? This is a crazy place in the world. But God said, I got to protect it. I'm going to send her over to talk to you. I'm going I'm to speak a word through her in due season to let you know that I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Man, God's good. Amen. Whew, so many things. I, I'm not even on the notes, but I know one thing that we can move forward. And, and how is that momentum of today and yesterday going to go in and play such a major role in our forever? You know, when you're looking at those things, it's It's amazing. So I, I pray today that, you know, as we walk and live and all those things, that we, we have an eternal perspective of what's going on. And, you know, it's, it's crazy. On, on Tuesday night, I'm just going to give you a little insight what we just finished up. We're starting a new Bible study. But one of the things we were studying is the, 
It's called Mo, uh, Monumental, was the movie. And uh, Kirk Cameron had that. And he had traced the, the steps of the pilgrims, of them coming out and coming over to our country and, and just doing that for the Lord. And it was nothing like I ever thought. You know, I thought big turkey guns, funny hats, Indians, and corn. But let me tell you, those people sacrificed so me and you can hear the word of God today. Powerful, powerful truth of what's going on. So a lot of times when we sacrifice, we might not see the, the fullness of that today. But it might be your children or your grandchildren or somebody else. You know, you're here today probably because somebody invited you. You're here today. Not only that, let's reel it on back. Because folks like those pilgrims there were standing for the word of God. And it cost them everything. Everything. But they figured what? That God's word was worth it and so were you. That's something right there. Let's keep on rolling. Everybody doing good so far? All right. Here we go. I'm going to pick up some steam here. Forever is a long time and a generational view packs an eternal punch. That's what I want you to see here today. They had a generational view because they looked at it way down the line. I had an amazing phone call from a friend of mine yesterday. You ready for this? How, how do you know, you know, sometimes when you lose somebody, they're on your mind, and then when time goes by, you still miss them and stuff, but God starts bringing healing to your heart, and it's amazing how God will do that sometimes. It's different for all of us. You know, I know how God's ministered to me and everything else, and a friend of mine was looking through her mom's Bible yesterday. Been a long week. She started flipping through her mom's Bible. Now, a lot of people still do this, and I'm going to encourage you to do this, because look at the blessing that came out of this. A lot of times... Some of, some of the seniors, they would read a scripture and they would claim that promise for that child or that husband or that neighbor. And when my friend opened that up, she went through it. And the most beautiful promise of God, which fits her to a T, her mama had it written, her name written beside that. Isn't that something? Her mom's been gone to be with the Lord for some time and her mother's is still being used by God through the word of God, through the spirit of God to touch her life. What do you think that did to her? Wow! She said, text, wow, look at this. And I, and I looked up the verse and I said, boy, that's who you become. Isn't that amazing? See, her mama saw that. God knew that and God honored that. Isn't that something? Hey, you know what? For our children, grandchildren, things like that, grab a hold of one of those promises. Claim that promise for them and keep on going. Because I'm going to tell you what, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? That's a powerful truth. I'm going to pick it up here. The confidence of Christ. What do you mean by that? I said, you know, when we have the confidence of Christ, the promise of God starts working in our life. Amen? It begins to start working in our life. It blesses the Lord that, that, and it promotes peace in your life. I said, when trouble comes uh, your way, you can focus on the forever. You know, a lot of times we just focus on the right here, right now, and it's hard not to. There's things going on in our life, and it's tough, and it's, and, it's, and it's just brutal sometimes. But if we can lift our eyes up to the one that holds it all together, it makes all the difference. Amen? Let's take a look at this. I said, knowing Christ never changes, helps us deal with change itself. You said, what do you mean? When I know that the creator of the universe does not change, when I know that he's not, well, buddy, was pretty bad today, I'm going to let him go. You know, all these different things. No, he says, you know what? I'm going to hold on to him forever because he's worth it. He sees that finished product, amen? And so that's what I want us to see today, that God, knowing that he never changes, helps us deal with change because everything else changes, doesn't it? 
Amen? It does. Our age, our time, different things we go through, different situations. The world's changing all of a sudden. But God is constant in a world that's constantly changing. And so when we fill up on that truth, it'll keep us growing strong. Amen? Here we go. It's the chain-breaking truth of the gospel. I want you to hear that. Because a lot of times, like we talked about our past, we will carry that around and carry that around and carry that around. And it will shackle you to the things that are, have no value when God wants you to break that chain by trusting him because what he has for you is so much more. Does that make sense? What he has for you is so much more. He sees your untapped potential. He sees what you can be. He's still making that masterpiece. He's still molding that in you because you're worth it. He says, you know what? I know that I have great plans for you. Trust me. Step out. Step out. You say, yeah, but. I never see that. Yeah, but. He says, you know what? I'll do these things. And I want us to be encouraged with that. I said, you know, when we do this, I said, I, I don't have to fret. I can rejoice. When things change at the job, you know, I get a little irritated, stuff like that. But I know the big picture is God's working the big picture. You know, mom's in the hospital. God's working the big picture. You know, and he's given me great opportunities to share God's love. Last night I come down, bumped into another girl that I know. She said, were you up here seeing my mom? I go, no, but I will. She said, where is she? I said, where is she at? 405. My mom is at 404. I'll see you tomorrow. How's that? Isn't that something? No problem. You know, God, you know what? And when I told her that, she was like, hey, okay. Maybe that's what she needed in that moment, that she wasn't alone. Maybe that's, you know what? Hey, somebody else is going through this. Hey, maybe somebody else, God's going to send somebody to encourage my mom, encourage me. Well, I want to be that person, don't you? That's what I want to be. And even on the days that you don't feel like it, God will give you the strength to do it. I'm telling you. He'll give me the strength to do it. Probably 99% of the times in my life when I really see God moving, and I know he's moving all the time, is on the day that I'm thinking, I'm pretty useless today. I'm just wore out, beat down, everything else. But you know what? God said, get up. Get up. I got something for you. What does it do? You know what? When I told him I did, you know, you know how much weights I was lifting after that guy coming to Jesus? I was like, yes, man, I'm ready now. You know? Get excited. I was up there like this. Grace like, settle down. Settle down. Yeah. But we have a good time. So, you know what? God can work in the gym. He can work in the church. He can work in the jails. Will you let him work in your heart? Will you let him work in your heart? I pray that we do today. And as we look at this, I was thinking, you know, isn't it great to know that God never changes? I wrote this last night when the Lord was just speaking to my heart. I said, are you sure? See, this is the takeaway. I said, the blessing of knowing Christ brings eternal life. It brings comfort in the security of God's promises. It brings our future into clear focus. Forever is a long time, and there's no better time than right now to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. That's what I want you to hear. It's no better time. There is never a better time than right now, right here today, amen? See, a lot of times we look around and we go, well, you know, once I get it all cleaned up, well, you can forget it because you're never going to clean it up, you know? And, and I just want you to know that regardless of what's going on in your life, that God says, you know what? I know about you yesterday. I know about you today. And I tell you what I did. I secured you forever with me. If you trust me, amen? Will you trust the Lord today? I pray that you do. I pray that something in here today has encouraged you to get connected to what God's doing. I pray that today, you know, no matter what's going on, and I know there's a lot going on. I never minimize what's going on in your life. 
I want to come alongside and encourage you as you walk through. I know that we've, we've had some things going on in our church family, people that are uh, lost loved ones. You know what? Let's come along the side and encourage them. I know that you know there's a lot of things going on. I know there's financial. I know there's, there's, there's children and grandchildren and husbands and wives. All these scenarios. But Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. And I'm going to tell you what. When you get that in your heart, you can live today. Because you know that tomorrow is secure. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for your word. I know that we can be sure when we call on Jesus that he is faithful. Amen. I know that we can be sure because our God is an awesome God. Amen. I know we can be sure that no matter what we've done in the past, God says, my grace is bigger than your sin. I can work all things together for the good of those who love me. Amen. Do you love him today? I pray that you do. Maybe you're here today and said, I've never met him. I'd love to meet him. Well, that's what we want you to do today. I want you to meet him in the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. And you can call on his name. You know, as we come into this time of, the, of celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, I pray that we live that out every day. Amen. And I pray that, you know, no matter where you're at, you realize that right here is a good place for you to start. Right here, right now. And so I want with all those things, with all my heart, Lord, I ask you to take the message and make it so much more than what we can do. Lord, take the crazy stories and make it make sense to somebody. Lord, maybe they can relate to that. I don't know how, they're going to, how you're going to do it. I, I don't need to know how you're going to do it, Lord. I just know that you'll do it. So if you're here today and you've never called on the name of the Lord, hey, look here. Look here. I'm talking to you. If that's you, you know what? Just say, dear Jesus, come into my life. I believe you're the son of God that takes away the sin of the world. Forgive me and come into my life. If that's you today, don't leave without telling somebody. Say, you know what? I prayed that prayer today. If you're here today, you say, man, it's been quite a ride. And I got a big week coming up and everything else. You know what? I pray for you right now. In Jesus' name, that God will open your eyes. That he will remind you that he's the same yesterday and today and forever. That you know you've got a church family that loves you. That I pray that we have the eternal perspective that God does in our life. Father, help us to be a light in the darkness. Father, help us to just uh, grow in you. Father, I ask you to grow your church. I ask you to bring people in, Lord. I ask you to, to, to use the website, to use the music, to use each one here. I don't care what they're doing, what their business is, whatever. There's a way for us to be used to glorify you, Lord. Show us, nudge us, and give us the strength and courage to do it. That's my prayer for us today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Absolutely.